Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. If you'd like to hear more of The Glitch, you can find him on old episodes of The Legend of Retro. If you'd like to hear more from Danielle, she's guest starred on The Legend of Retro, as well as old episodes of Noiseland Arcade. Uh, if you'd like to hear more from Player One Mickey, uh, you can catch him on old episodes of GameZilla, uh, as well as uh, twitch.tv slash player, the number one, Mickey. If you'd like to hear more from me, Craig WK, you can find me on uh, old episodes of Noobs and Dragons, of course, as well as The Legend of Retro, Noiseland Arcade, and I stream occasionally over at uh, twitch.tv slash Craig underscore WK. And now, enjoy the episode. Elianod, Aegon, and Garden. The three of you are standing outside of the Pain Emporium. You've just been given a bit of a bombshell of information. Arnold Payne is now 40 years older than the last you saw him. Lava Cloud Village is destroyed, fallen to pieces, overrun with grass and vines and weeds and as you sort of look out at the town from the old doorstep to the paint emporium you see that the the blight has spread much further than what it was before the the blight is now into the city and like the the field where phineas used to watch you know, the children play and, you know, teach them and stuff, is now blackened and cracked and, you know, like the trees that were in that yard are essentially just wilted away and rotting. Uh, Supposedly, according to Arnold Payne, whose sanity kind of snapped just a bit, uh, he said that There was a time, a long, long ago, when the citizens of the town, he said, kind of melted together and then made their way to the the old, old uh, Swiftvine farm. And he's waited uh, in this town, hoping that you, maybe somebody would sort of save this land. You think that likely the the snapping of his sanity after witnessing this horrid event that he vaguely described, you think that probably took something out of him. You think that most sane people would have run away. But he seems lethargic and tired. Uh, if you want, you can make a uh, medicine check, an arcana check, uh, and a hi- or a history check, one of those, uh, and I can give you guys a little bit more information. Yeah, I'll do uh, medicine. Can I use guidance? You sure can. I'll do history. Uh, and that leaves Arcana. leaves Arcana to me. Yeah. 
I got an unnatural 20. I got 12. For I, got a five. I got a 5. 5 for Arcana. I... Uh, <laughs> You're you're not really rightly sure what this blight is exactly. Uh, it almost doesn't seem exactly like negative energy to you, Garden, but you can't really make sense of it much more than that. Uh, with a 12 for medicine there, uh, Aegon, uh, yeah, you think that uh, whatever uh, Arnold witnessed years and years ago, you think that likely just sort of broke his mind a bit okay you think that he's he's not a hundred percent up there uh though he seems to remember you guys you know so so memory isn't exactly what the issue is it's more that you know you're not sure there's just something a little less sane about the poor guy uh for you elena this reminds you of something this reminds you very distinctly of uh, the events that happened in the past with uh, uh, old Pierce McGregor. Old Pierce McGregor seemed tired and lethargic and like, you know, like life had just sort of taken something out of him. Uh, you think that this is very reminiscent of what happened to him and you almost wonder if maybe those that live around the blight this is sort of their fate. But the three of you are in what remains of Lava Cloud Village. Uh, you guys are, you know, sort of, you know, feeling fine. You know, you just fought hard, hard battles in Shoth Filfkish, but... You feel well-rested now that you're in the primary plane. Now that Shafilfkish no longer has this stranglehold over Lava Cloud Village. Though there still seems to be corruption. What would you three like to do from here? Um, I would like to ask Colonel Payne if our reservation at Susanna is still active. You go Something inside and ask him and he says, uh, What? And he looks at you yeah. funny. Yeah, you uh, you know, we had a, our stay at Susanna Inn paid for. Is that still going on? There ain't no Susanna's Inn anymore. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm hungry. It's long <laughs> since fallen apart. If you're hungry, we have food in the shop here. It's not much, but you can eat. Um... Can I tell if what's happening to him is irreversible? Because I know Pierce McGregor obviously had a terrible fate, but is what's happening, is it something that we can prevent from happening to him? If if Elianod is correct and that, you know, what is happening to Arnold Payne is what happened to Pierce McGregor, uh, then yes, the, what was doing that to Pierce is likely still around somewhere in the Blighted Lands. You think that very likely that if you guys were to just leave, Arnold Payne's fate would be a very terrible one, much like Pierce McGregor's. Okay, so he still seems like he can 
survive whatever's happening. Yeah, I mean, if you deal with the the source of the problems, for sure. All right. So, Arnold, we're still on this quest. You know, we just came back from another world and fought many monsters, which I think is what's causing all these issues here and the mending that you spoke of. So we are continuing to fight, and we will take care of whatever's happening here. We promise you. And he kind of nods, and he seems maybe a little confused. The the idea of other worlds, <laughs> something is that is very beyond Arnold Payne. Arnold Payne barely understood, like, cults and, you know, like, uh, people worshipping great old ones when, you know, you had told him about, like, the, the, you know, the, the rituals involving the eyes. This is something that is beyond his imagination. But he says, I pray that you'll be successful in your endeavors. You guys got anything before we get out? Nope, I'm uh, good. I like to reach into my bag and grab a bottle of blueberry wine and leave it with, uh, with Arnold until he's kind of parched. Oh, thank you. Uh, yes, I, it's been some time since I've had a wine of any sort. Yeah, that's aids very well, too. That's like almost 50 years old now. <laughs> he says, well, I'll see. I, you know really know if that's how aging works um, time travel <laughs> the, the year is on the bottle I mean the, you can't lie on the year oh there's there's no system of years in this world uh, there's no there's no marking that uh, so yeah uh, Arnold uh, Payne takes it and uh, he thanks you uh, and is there anything else you guys have for Arnold Payne before you leave I got nothing Nothing. And so you guys head out uh, back onto the street and, uh, well, what remains of the street, and you guys are in Lava Cloud Village. Uh, where would you like to go? What would you like to do? First, I want to use the mirror on the town. Okay. Cue the, cue the phrase. That's not going to, like, take us into the other place, oh, though, is it? That, that was my concern, Naveen. They might. But, like, I mean, I, I just kind of want to see, like, what it's going to do. Like, I don't know. Maybe we should. You think we then. should? I don't think we yeah, should. Think we sh okay. Yeah, I don't think so either. You guys want to use it or no? No, we're going to no, no. We're gonna stay put. All right. You guys decide. Yeah, <laughs> I'm to use the mirror. I'm still holding on to it. I put it back in my backpack. <laughs> You're the one holding on to it? I currently have it on me, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. We're we heading south? Are there any uh, are there any strange looking deer to the south right now? Uh, make a perception check. <laughs> All right, with guidance. Where is perception? Uh, that is an unnatural twenty. Unnatural twenty. Uh, unnatural, is it, yeah. Uh, anyone else looking? I want to do a nature check. Sure, make a nature check. And uh, Elena, what kind of check are you making? I have no idea. A no roll check. A what? <laughs> a non-roll check. <laughs> yeah, I suppose I'll refrain from checking anything at this time. I got, you don't a, have I, got to. A, I got a 14 for nature. 14. I uh, You think that the the blight has certainly spread. Uh you think that it is much wider than it was before. I uh, But I uh, 
outside of that, it is the only other thing you can you're certain of is that uh, you think that it's less negative energy, less necrotic energy that is like causing this, and more aberrant energy just mutating and twisting the life in the area. Uh, and you had a uh, unnatural twenty there. Uh, uh, Agon, is that right? Yeah. For the briefest of moments, you almost feel like you are being watched. You look around, and you don't see anything. All right, I tell them, and I say, uh, maybe we should stealth. Would stealthing, like, what would be a way to, like, kind of, if you think you're being watched, kind of evade that? Is there something that we could do, or would stealth be it? I mean, yeah, you, you could uh, try doing it uh, stealthily, uh, travel into uh, the, the south. You're heading to the Swiftine farm? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I use my staff and I, I cast uh, um, Pass Without Trace. Stealth checks all around, if you please. And don't forget your fancy bonuses from uh, Pass Without Trace. What is that, a plus 10? Yep. Uh, but I got a natural one, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Uh, uh what did you get, Garden? 13. 13? Ooh. Mm. Plus 10. Yikes. <laughs> I got a 30. You guys of course. Suck. That is of a course. far cry from a 1 and a 13. <laughs> yeah, but a 1 is right next to a 19, so it could have been a could have been a 29. <laughs> Coulda, woulda, shoulda, but it wasn't. Uh, out, you're keeping to the, the shadows and desiccated <laughs> trees as best you can. Uh, you know, Garden is doing his best to step over, like, you know, dead branches and stuff that'll make noise, but Aegon isn't paying that much attention, it just cracks into branches and stuff, and, you know, and you guys march your way to the south. Fun. Cool. And you don't get very far before there is a change of scenery. You travel for maybe about five minutes or so, uh... And suddenly you see in the distance life. You see trees. And it looks like, at least from a distance, that everything's kind of coming back to normal. Almost as if the blight had, you know, spread and then, like, the, the you know, the, the life for, or, like, you know, life is coming back to some of that blighted land. Sweet. This looks great, guys. It does. You, it kind uh, of fills you with hope. Yeah. I don't know. Payne is, uh, he's just not looking south enough, I think. He... You're, you're, you're giving me a look, Elena. Do you want this mirror over here? <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't say anything, so I think we're good. Let's keep walking. And you guys walk, and you get closer. And as you do so, you see that the, the, the life is very eccentric. The, the trees and, and grass that you uh, are seeing now that you're getting a little closer seem very unnatural. The colors are almost out of this world. You see trees that have like fruit that come off them. But the fruit is like such a shiny purple color uh, that kind of glistens, despite the fact that the, the sun isn't especially bright where you're at, but it just sort of has this strange gleam to it. 
Uh, if you want, you can make a uh, nature check. And I can maybe tell you more. Yeah, I'll do that. Can I do guidance? Sure. Uh, that is a 22. With a 22, this is not any plant of this world. This is something completely unnatural. The bark of the tree almost seems like metal. Like you tap at it and it clanks. Almost as if it's like hollow on the inside. As if it's made of like like a thin aluminum or something. And the fruit is large and shiny and purple and seems soft. Like you when you touch the fruit, your hand kind of caves in a bit and uh, a really sickeningly sweet smell kind of erupts out of it as you you know slightly puncture it as you just softly touch it. Um, I have a spell called Talk with Plants. I would like to try it and see if it is plant-like or if it's something else. You sure can. So I use my staff for, to cast that. Absolutely. Uh, are you the only one who understands that, or is it uh, just for, or is it uh, for everyone around you? Uh, speak with plants. Uh, plant within thirty feet. Probably just for you. Literally communicate with you and uh, and the fellow companions. Oh, uh, so your companions would hear it as well? Yep. He cast the spell, Speak with Plants. And a voice does ring out. Seems like this fruit is going bad. <laughs> that sentence sounds familiar. Elianod, you know that in deep speech that translates to in the land of sin, the eyes remain open, singing of a harvest. So, since uh, obviously... Uh, he cast that. I can't. Can I speak with it, or I can just understand it? I'm gonna say that you can. You guys can all converse with this plant. Okay. So then I'm gonna tell them what it said, and then I'm gonna talk to it in deep speech because I'm assuming that's what it understands. You don't know. Okay. Well, if it can speak it, then hopefully it can understand it. Uh, I'm going to talk to it in deep speech, and I'm going to ask it what it means by that. Uh, it, uh, it responds. And uh, in deep speech, uh, it responds and says, uh, The eyes... They sing of a harvest. Um, I'd like to ask, you know, why the the fruit looks the way it does that's on this tree. You ask why I look this way. 
Why do you look that way? Why do any of us look anyway? Why, Were you always like this? Why look? You don't need your eyes. Give them to Glay Crin. Scoop them out. Pull the eyes from the socket. Run the eyes in your mouth. Chew them. Spit them out. Gargle the eyes. Where, where are you from? I am from here. I have always been here. Those beholders. Glaycren. Glaycren. The hate's heart. The master will soon be free. What do you mean, will soon be free? His body is almost complete. And where is its body right now? In the well. He lives in the well. Can we use the mirror on this thing then? I hand her the mirror. Okay. So I call in the name of Zalg, the envy of the flesh of infinity. You look into the mirror and you see that plant as you see it. Like in the reflection, it looks exactly the way it does. You aren't entirely sure. Uh, make an arcana check. I can maybe tell you a little more. With guidance? Mm. Oh, I got a natural 20. Oh, cool. With a natural 20. Elinad, you think that the, the mirror before, uh, you know, within the town of uh, Lava Cloud Village, was showing you things as they truly were. Because the corruption was, you know, beneath the surface. You think here... Within the, uh, uh, the the blighted land, that the corruption is very apparent. Like you're looking at it, this plant, if you want to call it a plant, is aberrant in nature. And so you think that the mirror has nothing new to show you. This isn't anything that's being hidden from you so much as it is the the truth of this world that, you know, Glaycrin's advent is just causing this, you know, horrible stuff to pop up in the world. Okay. Okay. We're just gonna... So, do we have more questions? I mean... I mean, they kind of told us where we need to go. So. Yeah. Garden, you got anything before we get out? Mm. No. No, I can't think of anything. No questions? No. Uh, Alright. I say good luck and 
start walking away. You start walking away, and as you do so, uh, it just continually talks about how you should pull out your eyes in deep speech, and it comes out as like, and just the language sounds horrid upon your ears. I'd like to try and cast Druidcraft and have flowers uh, bloom around the tree. <laughs> you cast the spell to make <laughs> flowers bloom around the tree. And plants rise up out of the ground. And the petals open. And you see within the center of each flower is an eye. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. Let's get out of here. Alright. Alright. Is, is it weird that I wondered what that thing tasted like? You want to go eat you, the fruit? You can go eat the fruit. I don't care. Oh, no, no, hey, no, no. Just no, just... know, <laughs> listen, if you die, I am not saving you. Garden, do you want to go back and eat the fruit? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. We're too far away from it. It takes more than 12 steps. It's not worth doing. <laughs> <laughs> what if I told you it was 11 steps away? Dang it! <laughs> nah, nah, not worth it, not worth it. Nope, let's go. Alright, right, how much it. further until we get to the Swift Vine Farm now, from where we're at? Uh, you guys continue walking, and the uh, you have, you know, maybe about a 15 minute walk, roughly. Uh, you don't think it's uh, very far. Uh, all three of you make uh, perception checks for me. Seven. Eighteen. Nine. No. Nothing else catches your attention. Uh, there's more of these plants. There's more, uh, you know, life, if you can call it life, growing out of the, the ground. And everything seems almost disgustingly beautiful. Like, it's all alien and weird. Uh, but the the colors are you know, just otherworldly and very prismatic, uh, you know, it's nothing you would ever see within this or any world that you can fathom. But the, the life here has, uh, uh like, a an almost twisted gorgeousness to it that kind of makes you uncomfortable, but almost like a, like a train wreck. Like you can't look away from it. And you guys continue walking, and you find yourselves at the the Swift Vine Farm. And you guys uh, can see uh, the the old abandoned farmhouse has sort of been twisted up with large vines that jet through the building. Uh, and the vines, once again, seem very, uh, uh, you know, filled with color. Uh, almost like a, like a spectrum. Like, you, you almost move your head a bit, and the thing's color changes as you move your head. You know, reds, yellows, blues, indigos, violets. Uh, otherwise, there's a, a, a few other things that you guys uh, notice. Uh, in fact, make uh, uh, investigation checks for me as you scope out the area. 
Eleven. I got a four. I got an eight. Cool. Uh, you guys notice that the uh, barn is pretty much all gone. Uh, maybe bits of the wood would be on the ground, but uh, there's enough plant life and trees that have come up that, you know, you don't really catch much of, uh, 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 you know, any evidence of the barn. Uh, you see that the uh, there's still a bit of a pit where the meteor landed. Uh Though, you know, there, there's, you know, life has come back to that pit as well. The well is uh, in front of you as well. No pun intended. And <laughs> uh, the, the stone seems slimy. Uh, there's sort of a faint green glow coming from something deep within the well. Okay. Um, should we try and stealth to? What do you think the pit? To the pit or the well? I mean, I kind of want to check out the pit a little bit to see if we notice anything before we hit the well. Okay. I don't. Care oh, that, uh, that investigation check. That's all I was able to reveal about the pit as well. Hmm. Oh, okay, so even if we looked at it closer, we wouldn't be able to see anything? That was you looking at it? Unless you want to make separate rolls for it, like if you'd like to do something else while you're there. No, that's fine. That's fine. Um, How does the house look? The vines have twisted their way through it, uh, but the uh, vines are large. They're probably about, like, five feet wide. Uh, I missed that. And, yeah, so they, they... puncture through and split through the house so there's really not much to the house left i wonder how Neldor's doing neldor has been dead for some time yeah he should have took that money and ran when i told him whatever <laughs> maybe you'll learn next time yeah he will learn next time i guess all right let's investigate this well okay are and we stealthing guys... to the well yeah stealth feel free go ahead and make stealth checks do we still have that? Um... Yeah. 30. Natural one. Oh my God. <laughs> Seriously. First of the day, though, right? Yeah. Yep. First of the recording session. All right. Can't catch uh, Ellie, now, what did you get? 33. Wow. Those are some big numbers. Yeah, they are. We should just stop. Sorry. Stopping. No, I mean, I, I've done it. She's done it. <laughs> I have done it in a really bad situation. <laughs> I, everyone make perception checks for me. Oh, damn. I got a 12. Nine. I got a yeah. two. Oh. No, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Four. Four, 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 four. Four. Okay. I was so <laughs> hoping for another one. Yeah, you would. Uh-huh. I... Garden, you get to the well, and as you look down into the well, you knock one of the stones from the well deep into the pit. And it makes like a thud sound as it gets as it falls into the darkness. I uh, you're a little too busy fo- you know focused on that there, I uh, 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 garden. 
what did you, uh, Ellie and I an Aegon, what did you guys get again? I got a nine, she got a 12. Uh, with a nine, uh, you're, you know, looking into the well, and it does dawn on you that, you know, you didn't hear a splash when the stone fell, which is odd when it comes to wells. Elianod, you hear a soft sound of a tree branch snapping, maybe 30 feet away near a a kind of a a grove of these weird trees. Okay. Did you guys hear that? I think a tree branch just snapped over there. Elianod says that and goes to point, and you all now see what made the noise. What is standing there on Mm -hmm. two legs Mm -hmm. is a deer. It is about 10 feet tall. Its ribs are cracked open. Its guts hang out of the body. And the uh, it's like intestines and organs sort of slither in the air and sort of have a mind of their own. The deer's head is sort of like elongated and has a, a rounded mouth almost like a lampreys that has like a rows of sharp teeth that kind of like gnash together. Its eyes ooze out of its sockets and kind of slither out and almost act like uh, tentacles with the eyes at the end of them. And it has giant antlers uh, that sort of twist and bend almost as if they, you know, are like digits on a hand. Can we go home now? It's like death on two legs. <laughs> uh, <sighs> Anybody want to talk to this thing? How, it's like 30 feet away from us, right? What did it say, Alina? I know you speak that. Elianot it says that you will make a wonderful offering to the hate's heart everyone roll initiative oh no my pencil broke uh oh your pencil breaks, I think that means your character dies. No, oh, God! <laughs> I got a 16 for initiative. 16. Elena? 25. Unnatural 20? Unnatural 20. Not bad. Okay. Elena, it's your turn. The The fear that kind of rises up in you after seeing this thing, hearing this thing... Uh, it just immediately translates into adrenaline, and it is your turn. Okay, so you said, I'm sorry, how far away are we? Uh, it is about 30 feet away from you. It is about 15 feet tall. All right. 
so 30 feet away. I'm going to try my new spell. I'm going to try uh, the fireball. Sure thing. It has to make a dexterity saving throw? Yes. Uh, it gets a uh, 16. Uh, that would be saved, yes. Oh, so half damage. Yeah, so 4d6. Ellie and I. So that's, oh, yeah? Sorry, that's 16. 16 damage? Yep. I. Uh, Elinad uh, waves her hands, and the giant ball of fire goes flying, and uh, the creepy giant deer sort of ducks aside and just barely gets hit by it. Uh, Garden, it's your turn. Uh, <clears throat> I would like to use... One of your fancy double attacks? Uh, I was just going to hit it with Divine Smite. Uh, you can. Uh, so you can uh, 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 certainly do that. Uh, so you want to use attack and use one of your smites on your attack. Is that right? Yeah. Please do. So you rush forward and your sword gleams with light. Go ahead and uh, uh, roll the hit. That would be a 19. That's a hit. And then roll for your other attack, which is not a smite. All right. Yeah. That is a nine. Ooh, uh, the nine misses, but your smite hits. Uh, so go ahead and roll damage, and don't forget to add in the smite damage. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. I apologize. I, I rolled the uh, the D8 instead of another D20. Oh. I mean a D6. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, roll roll the hit. It misses anyway. That was four. I got a four, so continue. Somehow worse with a better dice, but that's all right. Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll damage. All right. <laughs> Don't forget all that bonus damage for smiting. Jeez. What is it? Uh, an extra 2d8? Uh, uh, damage, depending. It, and then add a d8 for every spell level after first. Map. Uh, yeah, the extra damage. 2d8 for first level plus 1d8 for each spell level higher than the first. To a maximum of 5d8. Oh, you only Damn. have, what, up to second level spells right now? Yeah. Are you using a, a second level smite or first level? First level. First level? Then, yeah, add 2d8 on top of your, uh, what, d8 damage? So 3d8 plus your uh, damage bonus. Take off my shoes to count this. How much damage are we talking? We are talking. Uh, let's see. That was a. Mm -hmm. My God. <laughs> Uh, 25? 
25 damage. Gosh. Your sword glows with light, and you uh, smash it into the uh, uh, this twisted, mutated deer. Uh, Garden, that's your turn. Uh, its turn. The tendrils of flesh and organ come out from its uh, chest cavity and swing at you like essentially almost like uh, whips. Uh, what's your AC there, uh, Garden? Nineteen. Misses and hits with the second one. And it does. Uh, seven points of damage. And Aegon, it's your turn. Um, I would like to cast Poison Spray. So you get within 10 feet of it? Yeah. And it makes a con saving throw? Yep, Constitution saving throw. Well, only uh, 13. Uh, that's what my save DC is. So is that succeed or fail? Uh, it has to... Uh, is your uh, save DC 13? Yeah. Oh, you have a plus two bonus to wisdom? Yeah. Uh, then it passes. Well, damn it. Uh, and that's your turn, uh, Aegon? Yeah, that's my turn. You rush up and blast out a wave of poison at it, and it is able to shrug it off. Elianot, it's your turn. Okay, I'm going to cast... Uh, actually, I'm going to use Tides of Chaos to get advantage. Okay. And then I'm going to use um, Chromatic Orb, and I'm going to use Fire. Sure thing. I got a natural 20. Wonderful. Uh, go ahead and double that damage dice. The orb of fire in your hands. You throw it, and midair, it just increases in size and nails this thing. And how much damage did you do? Uh, 33. I uh, oh and uh, roll me a uh, d twenty. Nope, got a ten. Ah, uh, damn. Ah, uh, hoping to do something a little worse than make your uh, hair <laughs> fall out this next time, but we'll uh, we'll see. I uh, garden. It's your turn. All right, now I would like to use uh, one of my fancy. Uh... Dual attack. Sure, dual just attack. a regular double attack without the smite. Just, yeah, just regular. Sure. So go ahead and uh, uh, roll the hit the first time. Let's see. <laughs> Accidentally hit a D one hundred and got a twenty seven. I think that would have been a little off. That's slightly off. Uh, I appreciate the honesty. I. What you get for the first time? I get. First one, I got a one. Ooh, second critical, or that is the uh, uh, first, or second critical fail of today, and the first time you critically failed using that sword, is that right? Yes. The cursed sword. Yes. 
<laughs> the sword that has been cursed that you've had this entire adventure. Yes. Wonderful. I. Give me the second attack roll, and we'll deal with the first one in a moment. <laughs> Craig, you don't get a third critical fail. Should I grab the vodka right now, Craig? <laughs> Maybe. <sighs> Fifteen. Fifteen. Your eye. Okay. Make it good, Craig. Make it good. So. Your sword misses the first attack. It hits the second, mm -hmm. though, so give me damage for the second one. Mm -hmm. Ten. Ten. Dear God. I don't like this. What's well, funny you say, dear God? I. <laughs> Garden. You swing, miss, strike with the other uh, attack, and suddenly you find that you are in an empty black void. Uh, the black void's worst. The only thing you see within this void is your sword, and it's floating in front of you. Uh, well, I want to approach, approach the sword, try to get my sword back. You are going to grab the sword? <laughs> I heard you say you were grabbing it. Does that sound that's uh, right, right? Just need to confirm. Gonna get that sword back. <sighs> yeah, what the heck? Yeah, yeah, I gotta get that sword back. A voice calls out in your head. And you don't know what the hell that means. <laughs> if you remember what I just said, you can always repeat that back to uh, Elianon. Uh, the void <laughs> vanishes, and you look back at your friends, and they're still in combat mode and don't seem to be looking at you funny. You don't know if they know what happened to you. You think that this is something that only you were aware of. Just to be clear, did I hear deep speech in in, in the void, or or oh, yeah. was, was my sword speaking it? Oh, uh, it kind of sounded like it was coming from your sword. <laughs> oh, great, great. <sighs> Garden. Yeah. I, uh, your sword gleams black for just a moment, and then seems to go back to normal. You don't know what that did. But, uh, that's your turn. <laughs> uh, the enemy's turn. Uh, Garden, you're the only one next to it. It once again goes to lash out at you with the uh, tentacles from its abdomen. Uh, mm -hmm. Oh, misses in the first and misses on the second. Uh, the tendrils lash out and it's unable to... Uh, uh, hit you, though it also, with its creepy flexing antlers, goes to try to grab you and fails again. 
Oh, I could use a hug. Stand still. Uh, Aegon, it's your turn. <laughs> Let's do poison spray again. Uh, it fails. It uh, only gets a seven altogether. Uh, 11 damage. The thing kind of shuffles and seems to wobble a bit on its feet. It doesn't look like it's doing good. Is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn, Aegon? Uh, nah, we're good. Elianod, it is your turn. Um, I am going to use Tides of Chaos again to get advantage, and I'm going to use Chromatic Orb again, and I'm going to use Fire. Please do. So that is going to be a 21. That hits. All right. All right. How much 21 damage. 21. The orb of fire incinerates the thing. Roll me a d20, uh, Eliana. <laughs> Three. Three. No, close. <laughs> Not quite. Uh, your magic stays under control, and the... Uh, Horrible twisted deer uh, is turned to ash. Garden. Yeah. You have a kind of a nasty feeling in the pit of your gut. Uh, moving forward, let me know if on your dice roll you ever get, of course, a natural one or a natural 20. You always got to let me know that. But also let me know if you ever get a 19 on the dice roll when you're using that sword. <laughs> okay. Yeah, just keep that in mind. No, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, I shake off whatever just happened and uh, I go for the attack again. Oh, no, it's dead. It's only mm -hmm. oh, it incinerated is. it. Oh, yeah. oh. Wow. Okay. Well. Um, also, let let me know if you ever get a twenty-one on the dice roll because that's pretty amazing. <laughs> that's enough meta gaming out of you. <laughs> well, uh, well, in that case, and I just like stare at the sword. You stare at the sword, but it doesn't seem to do anything different than what it did. You know, was like before. You almost wonder if it's maybe your mind playing tricks on you with this strange place. You're not sure. Hmm. I wonder if that deer had a name. Well, you'll uh, unfortunately maybe never know because you destroyed it. It's dead now. It's Ash. You're welcome. His name was Harry. <laughs> Harry the deer. Hmm. Hi, Harry. Dead deer now. I. I don't know about that. Let me do a medical check on it. Make a medicine check. <laughs> All right, medicine check. Uh. It's uh, 17. Aegon. 17. It is indeed dead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's dead, guys. I'm a, I'm a doctor. You know, a thought just occurred to me. Banagarius. What about Thagarius? 
It's probably it's dead. Been it's been 40 years. Been 40 years. That was a cool bird. Okay. I don't know. What is the, the life span of an eagle? I make a nature check. <laughs> uh, 24. With a 24, birds can live quite a while. Uh, but you think that Thadagarius was very close to to reaching, like, you know, fey lord status? Uh, I mean, he if that indeed happened, he could still be alive. Sweet. I feel warm in my heart knowing that. All right, what's next, guys? Well, we were going to go look at the well, right? right? Let's go look at the well. You guys go to the well and peek down inside. And you see a void of darkness that goes down into the pit. And uh, only you have dark vision, right, uh, Aegon? Yeah, yeah, I can see 60 feet, right? With 60 feet of dark vision, the well goes somewhere beyond your dark vision. I still have a rope. You, sh I have a rope too. We could tie both of them together. Yeah, it's a hundred feet of rope right there. Did you want to just dangle Aegon down like uh, bait, like last time? That didn't work out last time. We're not doing that. Oh, you're alive, right? <laughs> I did notice that when Garden bumped into it, a brick fell in, and it did not make a noise. So who knows how deep this thing is? I mean, it made a thud noise. It just didn't make a splash noise. Oh, I thought it didn't make a noise at all. Okay, oh, no, so it, it made, made a thud. A noise. Thud. So the well, the well has run dry. It has indeed. Um, well, I thought they said that thing was in it. I thought they said Glay Crin was in the bottom of the well. Could be. Maybe it's his body making that thud. Like it hit him? Yeah. Did you guys drop another stone down there? Yeah, who dropped that stone <laughs> just now? Sorry, I leaned up against the, the well again. Dropped that aluminum stone. <laughs> you might have metallic armor on. It was a tree branch. Yeah, that was a stealth track. <laughs> what do you guys like to do? What do you guys want to do? <sighs> I can't. I want to use um, divine sense. Sure. Uh, what is that? Uh, uh, within 60 feet, you can sense desecration, aberrations, devils, demons, all the, the sort. Yeah. You use divine sense. All around you, you sense aberrant energy. From within the direction of the well, you sense aberrant energy stronger than any you think that you've experienced before within your life. Yeah, I'm, I'm sensing aberrant energy uh, coming from the direction of the well. I'm, I'm just guessing that whatever we're looking for might, might be down there. Can I do a perception check to see if there's another way to access the bottom of the well? Like, is there a, another way other than climbing down the well? Uh, how? Uh, what would you like to do to find that out? Uh, because. I mean, as you know right now, or all you know right now, is that this is a well. Like, what other option would there be yeah. that pops in your head? So the barn's gone. Uh -huh. There's a pit. 
the house is covered in vines. Uh-huh. Maybe we could dig down from the side. <laughs> All right, get the rope. You want to do the rope? Get the rope. You don't want to, like, try and, like, I, I don't even know. I mean, you could feasibly dig your own well, but then you're just making things more <laughs> difficult for yourselves. Get the rope. Okay. And I, uh, I hand, uh, I hand Garden my other rope, just in case. All right. Is there anything we can tie this rope to? Is there anything by nearby? Yeah, the the well isn't far from uh, the the remains Don't tell me that, of the house. That tree. Okay. Yeah, or I mean, <laughs> feasibly one of the trees, but uh, yeah. yeah, you can go to the the house and lash the the rope around that. And the uh, how uh, far long is your rope? Fifty feet. Wait a minute. We're okay. talking the remains of the house. How sturdy is that house? Uh, I would say that the, the, the house itself is not very sturdy, but it's more the vines that you would be tying it to that would okay. be sturdier. That we don't have control over. Have their mind of their own. Right. Let's do it. So you toss Wait. down 50 feet of rope. You know that the darkness extends beyond 60 feet. Right, but Aegon's going to go down there, and since he gets down there 50 feet, he can see 60 feet farther. Ooh. That's why we did it last time, too. Wait, um... I guess it really wouldn't work then. We'd have to tie both ropes together. To do 100 feet? Yeah. Yeah, but here's the thing is, if we know it goes past 60 feet, if you get on 50 and you can see 60, then we're going to see 110. Oh, you're saying so there's no point in the other rope? So I don't think there's a point. Well, I mean, I don't know if it goes past that. Yeah, but. Yeah, but if we can't even get down to the bottom of the well, then what's the point of even doing this? I guess. Uh Let's tie both ropes together. You tie both ropes together to make 100 feet. And you toss the rope down into the well. Okay. Do I notice if it's got slack in it as I toss the rope down? I... You toss the rope down. Make a perception check. Big ol' four. You can't quite tell. All right. Let's... I'm gonna start climbing in. Make an athletics check for me. Uh, Elianad and Garden. Are you guys going down with him? Yeah. Athletics check, if you please. I got 18. 18. You're able to climb down the rope with relative. Can I give guidance to Elianad? Yes. So that would be an unnatural 20. Not bad. Uh, You start climbing down after Aegon. Garden. What the heck? I guess I'll go down too. (laughs) Unnatural 21. 21. Uh, and <laughs> man, I was so hoping for a critical fail there. I uh, the 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 heaviest guy in the group with the biggest armor <laughs> being the last to go. Oh, that'd be priceless. Don't look oh. up. Oh, there's that there's that thud. <laughs> three three thuds immediately after one another. So now does it matter? Does it matter specifically? Like I got a nineteen, and then added the bonus to that. 
I don't, don't let you know next time I got a 19. Uh, only when you're using your sword. Oh, okay, thank God. Only when you're using the sword. And so you three go down, down, down. And finally, uh, Aegon, you start to see the bottom. You guys get down the rope. And the the walls of the well are slimy and slick with like a sludge-like material. And you get down to the base of the well and you see a large cavern opens up. Can we see this or just him because he has dark vision? Just him because he has dark vision. Uh, can I cast light? You can. You create a light spell uh, in your hand. And so, Elianad, you and Garden can now see. A large cavern opens up. The walls all seem to have, like, a sludge-like sliminess to them. But what is most odd to you is that into the cavern, maybe about 60 feet, is a house looks like a small little hut do you guys want to stealth to the hut or do you think that is a bad idea the cavern seems to just end at this hut the cave kind of just comes in on this hut and it is sort of just the only thing that you see down here Okay. So, I mean, I can stealth. Can you guys stealth? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> should we? Yeah, I mean, we should at least try, right? All right. Pass without yes. trace. Yes, let us try to stealth. And you remember to cast Pass Without Trace, which is a shame. I was sort of hoping you'd forget as everyone rolled. Uh, but uh, go ahead and give me your stealth checks. Don't forget to add that plus 10. So I got 30. 21. 29. We did it! Yes! And you guys creep up to the hut. And you see that the, the windows are like fogged over so that you can't really see in them. Uh, but what's odd is that the, the, the fogging on the windows... Uh, you almost wonder if there's something on the inside of the windows. Like that same sludgy sliminess that's on the cave walls is just sort of caked on the inside of the windows that like blocks your vision. Uh, is there a door? There is. Do we, do we see more than one door or just... Just the front door. The cave walls sort of come in on the other sides of the uh, hut and sort of block it off so that this is the seemingly the only way through. All right. I want to creak the door open stealthily. Make a stealth check. All right, I, I, I tell Alina to try it. Try me to try and stealthily open the door? Yeah. Sure. Make us proud. We, I still have that extra bonus, right? Yeah, it, it runs for like an hour. So that is going to be 28. 
28. The door creaks just ever so slightly, and you stop it, and then you keep moving the door just a little bit at a time, and it seems to quietly open. And within the hut is a large bed. And you see in the bed is an enormous shadowy wolf-like creature wearing a pink little bonnet and has the covers up to its neck and the wolf-like head slowly turns to the door and it smiles real big and it says oh grandma was getting so tired waiting for you children i'm so glad you're here and it smiles real big with a creepy malevolent intelligence to it and you see the same large lumbering form of that shadowy wolf-like monster that followed you so many years before in bed. And that's where we're going to go ahead and pause today's session. Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gamezilla media. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks, like a behind-the-scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.